on Feeling in the Morning. Hey, you've downloaded today's podcast. Which is a Friday, so enjoy. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. What sort of week have we had? Well, you're going to find out with this. Getting to know. This is an institution of learning, ladies and gentlemen. Now, we know there was a bit of prison chat on the show this week, but it's all because of Kylie from Jinder Lee. My son and I were on the way to school and we were listening to the news update and they were talking about the guy that escaped crossing the border or something. I was telling my son, like, it's not a good thing, like, he's done something illegal and he could go to jail for it. Mm. And he said, oh, do they do they feed you in jail? And I was like, yeah, they feed you, like, three meals a day. He's like, but do they give you dessert? What you gonna, what you gonna do with that dessert? And all he could carry on about was whether he would get dessert if he went to jail. And I was like, I don't know about dessert. And it didn't just stop at dessert. We had a lot of other questions. Would you get a soft drink or would it just be like water every night? I think you get a soft drink. Why would you get soft drink? Why are you getting dessert? Our producer said cordial. Why would you want to give prisoners cordial? Not oh, the red stuff. No, you don't want them hooped up. Then they're crazy. Time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but then you get free dental, don't you? Look Kylie, what you, started, you know what, Kylie? Kylie? <laughs> You've started a wormhole we're going to chase down. Now, if you know us, we chase the story. Chase the story. And this week, we got an answer. Here's what I learned. We're chatting with someone who used to work in a women's prison. And the question we wanted to ask is, do they get dessert? Um, Absolutely. They get uh, a nice three meals a day. Mm-hmm. You name it, and they get it. And they get a TV in their cell, mm-hmm. their own shower in their cell. And what what's lights out? What time are they allowed to watch TV to? Oh, all hours of the night. They can watch TV anytime they want. Yeah, I think they get uh, far too many entitlements, for, especially some of the laws that they've broken. The year 2020. The absolute worst year that we've ever experienced. Time for your mid-year performance review. Now, we all know that 2020 has been a bit of how's your father. Well, Abby, she wants to fix that. 2020, I had big plans. I had big plans. I was going to be my fitness year. Do you have that every year? Yep. Of course I do. But 2020 is starting again. So on the first day of spring, the year starts again. You can write down your goals and anything you want to achieve. You've only got three months, so go hard. <laughs> so yesterday I had Christmas. Is yesterday it late? I had Christmas. Just hypothetical. How long you reckon? So we'll do the full 12 weeks, but it'll be that thing of like, go to personal training Monday, mm. eat more waffles Wednesday. <laughs> Monday ever, you complaining you about it Thursday. <laughs> So here we go, the classic New Year, New Abbey. Been here before, haven't we? I learnt, well, Abby goes for fitness. Stav and I, we're a little different. So what's your New Year's resolution? Mine is I'm going to get, like, super fit. See, I'm not going down that path. You don't have to. It could be to eat more ice cream. I don't care. What about you? What are you going to do? I've already started. I'm taking singing lessons. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. You should re-perform mm. your, your classic date butt single. The only thing you left me with. And I'm going to sit <laughs> right yeah. there, front it, and centre. Eating ice cream. Smashing tins. And you, you'll be so hot by then you can be my backup dancer. <laughs> I love this. I'm going to get super fit. Yeah. What Smoking do you want her to wear? What do you want her to wear? Uh, your grid girl outfit. Yeah, that ain't going to fit. <laughs> That's You've got to chop, work at it. Chop, chop. Yeah, I want to yeah. get fit. I don't know about oh, fit, but the same got size. got me up on stage banging out a classic. I think you can... And that song is pretty bloody depressing to dance to. <laughs> your job is to make it sexy. Yeah, good point. Okay. Yep. So, Done. you know... Yeah. Yeah. Right, you can do God. that. That'll be yeah. fine. Oh, this Play is a little bit again. This the only thing you left me when 
you left. No. So this is going to be me. I'm going to be up. There's a lot of boob and grinding in that day. Well, what else do you do to that song? I'm saying keep it up. <laughs> The block is back on the telly, and that means a couple of catch-ups with Scotty Cairn. Oh, good morning, guys. How are you? I learnt when his dogs pass over, he gets them taxidermy. Oh, yes. I've got two dogs. I've got the last 30 years' worth of dogs taxidermy and stuffed. They both lived till 15, and I had them stuffed. And I've got Lizzie and Rosie. Yeah, fantastic. And we've got them in nice places around the house and uh, so to remind us of them. And my kids love it, and I love it. And uh, they're great dogs, and I just didn't want to bury them. I wanted to keep them. Your other dogs would be pretty well behaved, wouldn't they? Because you'd be like, see what happens to you if you misbehave. <laughs> what did you guys do to get there? <laughs> I did not do that. Some might think that's a little weird. To be honest with you, I kind of like the idea. I always joke with my wife, Scotty, that I say to her, my life insurance has a clause in it. It'll only pay out if I get taxidermied and get put in the corner of the lounge room at home. I like that idea. I think it's fantastic. Whether it's going to come off or not, I don't know. I don't think it's it's legal. And you can change outfits. Yeah. You know, like yeah. in the summertime, you put your shorts and thongs on. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, in the winter, you've got your puffy jacket vest yeah. on and all that sort of thing. So you'd obviously enhance a few things. I'd drop the guts down, lift the pecs up. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've learned this week, and you can catch up on everything on our Facebook and the B105 app. Download it now. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Can you make a hotline ring? You can ask us anything. 131060, you are allowed to bring up anything you would like to. Melinda in Acacia Ridge, first calls. What do you want to say? Hey, Maddie, you were talking about using hand towels the other day for toilet paper. Hands. Big no-no. Big no-no. Hang on, we got a really bad line there. It shouldn't be a bad line. Yeah. Every time uh, it comes up with HD, it's we'll, high definition. We'll come back to you, Melinda. Uh, Luke, you're on. What do you want to chat about, mate? Yeah, yeah. I just want to say a big, massive massive shout-out to all the doctors and nurses at Lady Salento. My little eight-week-old baby had open-heart surgery yesterday. Oh, wow. Um, oh. Yeah, pretty massive ordeal for the family. Mm, um, yeah. born, born on the 20th and... He was home for about two days before the midwife came out and said, uh, get him back in the hospital. What's, um, what was the condition that, he, that the uh, little fella had? So he came home and everything was normal. Um, and then we got rushed to Redland Bay Hospital and they found out he had a heart murmur. Mm. Um. And then from there, we got transferred to Lady Salento. And then from there, we found out he had an E. coli uh, infection. Uh, and then they thought he had neck, which was a, a stomach disease, which basically ate away all his internals. But luckily, that didn't happen. Oh, uh, yeah. And then all of a sudden... The surgery. Uh, and he, and surgery how, how, is he, how is he this morning, Luke? Uh, he's still out of it. Still yeah. out of it. Yeah. So the doctors are keeping him comfortable. Uh, the wife is an absolute beast of a thing. She's just amazing. Thank God for women. Hey, Luke. Oh, mate, I tell you what, all the single mums and mums out there, I salute you because I've been doing pickups and drop-offs at daycare of the four-year-old and going to work at the same time. And yeah. You well, good, on, good on you, man. Yeah, You're doing a great job. Right, Luke. Yeah, keep us posted. Yeah. It's one of those ones where you feel like you've got to have a cry before you go to the hospital. You know, yeah. For Luke. Yeah. yeah. Melinda in Acacia Ridge, you're back. What do you want to say? Yeah. All right, Maddie. the other day you were talking about using hand towels as toilet paper. Yes. Yeah, I won't I won't wipe with it because it's too abrasive, but blow well, his nose. Blow his nose with it. Yeah. I tell you what, it irks my son. He's a plumber. 
and it blocks mm, all your toilet system because it doesn't break down. And know how many toilets he's had to go fix and the people that had to pay big money because mm. they're using it. Mm. So public announcement, do not use hand towels as toilet paper. In saying that, Melinda, it's good for business, really, when you think about it. Hey, good point. <laughs> <laughs> You've done your son a disservice there. Yeah, I mean, I know he's annoyed about it, but annoyed and nah. still plumbers are getting paid really well. Oh, it's I, true. It's people. same as baby wipes yeah, as well. Yeah. yeah, same as baby wipes and same as, the, would you believe the... Um, the um, wipes that you're supposed to use for your bottom that's supposed to break down in the toilet, they don't they break don't. down in the toilet. No. That's the thing. They say they're flushable, so they will always flush, but they'll still yeah. clog, you know? Well, they don't. Down they the don't. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the other one is my mate's a plumber, um, and contraception should not go down uh, there look, either. You, you've, you've got no idea what my son's found. I mean, mm-hmm. I could go on and on and on. Come but on, what? honestly, what's he found? Like G- uh, G.I. Joe's? Uh, uh, I won't tell you. Like, I won't tell you. A lot, on, of is, female, is, a lot of female products. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's disgusting. And there's some um, Drugs? multicultural people that yeah. use different things. And, oh, yeah. he he cringes when he has to go to yeah. some houses like no, that. You don't want to know, Maddie. Wrist, well, no. Okay, no. off air. Hang on. We'll do it off air, Melinda. Don't uh, hang up. Crocodiles. <laughs> Hannah in Red Bank go, Plains. <laughs> Headphones. First calls. What do you want to say? Hey, hey Hannah. Hannah. Hey, hello. Hey, hon. So you were, we're just talking about the Brisbane Netball Court. You've got yeah. some information? Yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to let you guys know in public service announcement to everyone that mm-hmm. um, the canteens that have actually recently turned to self-serve. So instead of like your normal go up to the counter and ask for something, they've actually changed it so you can help yourself to the fridges and your food. So mm. with the COVID stuff going on, it's probably a little bit more contractable with that self-serve. So what do you do, honesty box? What was that? Like, how do you pay the money? It's just an honesty box? No, no, there's someone t- taking money. Oh, but, in but you have to, to like, do it. Bridges. Yeah. <laughs> Very trustworthy. We trust you to serve yourself but not pay. We're on to you, people. Uh, go. Good on you. I mean, don't freak out at kids' sport this weekend. Mm. Do your social distance, use your hand sanitizer, wash your hands, uh, and we'll be all sweet. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Renee Gracie is a driver on the rise in Australian motorsport. Enter OnlyFans. What is OnlyFans? Renee Gracie, come and join us. <laughs> yeah, OnlyFans, it didn't start as a uh, adult entertainment mm. uh, site, but it has since become that you guys have taught me. It was for yoga first and education stuff, which I like. Well, I guess like anything on the internet, Instagram started as like landscapes and holiday snaps, and and then it turned very much into models and moves where the demand is, doesn't it? But um, we look a lot of people are talking about it. So we had our local girl Renee Gracie on, and she was talking about how much she earns from it as well. Last month, after fees and everything, so you know, after all, they took their commission. I made two hundred thousand dollars US in 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 a month. In one month. Yeah, in my mind. Maddie's getting the page. Okay, so if anyone's got a camera, I'm ready to go. Whoa. Wow. Okay, so I can understand where you're coming from. This is purely business for you, isn't it, Han? Like, you've got a plan. Yeah. yeah. Right. Wow, okay. Yeah, that's what I said before. You you keep business orientated. I run it like a business. We did get some feedback uh, from people saying that you are promoting adult entertainment and saying that's the right thing to go. I think when we invite her on, because everyone is talking about this website, we need to be respectful um, of anyone's views on it. Yeah. But a lot of people are saying that's um, empowering to women. That's the only thing that I've got an issue with because mm. I think that she obviously feels empowered by it, so I can't criticise what she does. 
But when you're doing things like this, and remember there was that lingerie football league? Yes. And I had a big problem with it. I know that you're a big fan of I it. I was a fan. And I, I had a big problem with it. And people were like, oh, you're obviously jealous. How dare you? But my issue is that empowering those women would be to have a full stadium while they're fully clothed the same way as men and get paid the same way. That would be empowered. But you're teaching women that their bodies and their sexualities are a commodity for money and power and status. And if people are paying for it, the person that actually has the power is the person with the money who's demanding different things. Yeah. So I kind of go, I wouldn't say it's empowered, but I say everyone's allowed to do whatever they want. In a surprising twist, a lot of the um, sort of people who gave us feedback on Facebook Mm. were men. Um, and they were saying, just wanted to know why the radio station thinks it's a great idea to have this girl on saying it's great, she makes that much money. Um, and I can understand where they're coming from. My belief is that some of these men were fathers. Mm. Um, I, same thing yesterday when we did the interview. When we invite, she was invited on the show. Mm. Um, we don't like to, the whole thing with our show, if you listen regularly, you'll know we'll talk to anyone yeah. and, and we don't criticise because we want to be able to ask questions. But all I could think yesterday was this girl sounds happy to be doing what she's doing, mm. but I would be mortified if it was my daughter, my sister, my wife. Because of the products she's selling? Well, I would, yeah. <clears throat> I, I would I would hope that my daughter, that when she's old enough, she would see more worth in herself, like she has more to offer than just her body to make money. Mm. You know, and I, I would hope that... That, that she would see that. Mm. That's just my views. And that's, it, it, this is what's conflicting about it is because this girl, Renee Gracie, has her head screwed on. For yeah. her, it is a business and mm. she has that model. But I, I, I can completely understand the differing views because, unfortunately, when you do get into that industry, there's a lot of top porn stars that have said in the industry that so many of the women do have sexual abuse mm-hmm. history as mm. well. And that, of course, there are exceptions, but there does come with that complexity of it, and even is it Gemma Jamison, who's Jenna Jamison, yeah, yeah, was one of the leading um, uh, adult entertainers. Said, "Do you ever recommend this industry?" And she said, "No, a hundred percent not. Mm. I, I don't ever want to get anyone that I know into it." The interesting about OnlyFans, though, is that it is more controlled by the person. Yeah. Um, and you heard there in the chat that she's talking about, she only um, does um, performances with her actual partner instead of random men as well. Um, yeah, you know, my opinion, and maybe it'll change when I get older, but as long as Rory's happy with what she's doing, I don't mind what she does because you can be a miserable accountant yeah. or a miserable stripper. As long as you're happy with what you're doing, I, I, I have no like issue. I always feel like then they try to change their bodies. Mm. You know how they're always like, I'm so happy with who I am. And I was like, yeah, but then you always feel like you need to change mm. it. You know, if you're putting money into... Yeah. Getting. So if, if just say you were the father of this Renee Gracie girl, mm. that wouldn't bother you? No. Not really. And she said her no. dad's happy with it. Yeah, right. What about if it was Kat? What if Kat came home one day and said, hey. I said to Kat, you're getting a page, you're going to make a fortune. <laughs> <laughs> but, but honestly, you, would, you wouldn't feel any sort of, I guess... There would be would there be jealousy that she was giving that up to other I think people? That, that would be different because that's my wife. But if she if I'd have met her before, if she wasn't my wife and I met her and she was doing that, that wouldn't yeah. put me off. I love how you say that's different. That's your wife. Well, as in I don't daughter? want I don't want my wife sleeping with other people. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I mean, I mean pictures. Yeah. Okay. No, that that yeah. I can, no, <laughs> totally that that I can understand. But if she said, "Hey, I'm just going to do pictures," yeah, like it's fine. the guys, yeah, you'd be okay with that. Yeah, 
there's honestly two sides for it. Yeah. Of people saying, no, good for her. She's empowered. She's doing what she wants to do. And, and I'm not just for women. her, but I meant for yeah. other women as well. I like all the women tagging their friends and going, you go, girl, get yourself a page. Look at this coin. I think what's empowering about it is the amount of money she's earning. Yeah. Because she's then doing what she wants. But I don't know if, I mean, for, empowering for me would be going to a nudist beach and feeling comfortable about myself. Well, well, but maybe people are well, saying that's, that's what thing. she's doing, mm. you know? If she, if she did it and didn't get paid, mm. it would be a different story. Because money's involved, everyone's like, well, she's making money. But if she just did it for nothing, uh, will we be like, why? But 131060, very different views on it um, from all sides uh, of the argument. 131060, only fans and what this Renee Gracie girl is doing, do you think it's empowering for women? Or do you think this is going against that argument? Do you think it's actually... Um, demoralising. Yeah, demoralising them. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Renee Gracie is a driver on the rise in Australian motorsport. Enter OnlyFans. What is OnlyFans? Renee Gracie, come and join us. Uh, we had a lovely girl on yesterday and she's on OnlyFans. She has uh, revealed that she's earning $200,000 and everyone's been talking about OnlyFans and it's made the news all over the world, so we thought it was an interesting chat. We invited her on um, to talk about it, but we did get um, complaints from people saying we're trying to promote the content mm-hmm. and that we shouldn't. My, my worry for her is she sounds happy with the choices she's making at the moment, no doubt. That My worry, and I asked her about this yesterday, I said... In 10 or 20 years' time, when, yes, you'll have all the money, but you've given so much of yourself, I wonder if you would look back and be like, yeah, I'm financially set up, but I, I, I wish I kept something, you know? For it. Because a piece but of yourself... But then again, she'll probably look back and go, I've got photos that mm. are really good Maybe looking she at me. will. Because I always think I should have taken photos to remember what you look like <laughs> years ago. Yeah, so you would like uh, them in a little folder in the back of the cupboard. You, yeah, you, yeah, you don't want to put yeah, them online. Yeah. <laughs> um, and look, there's and there's some people who say it's empowering, some people who are against it. 131060, the OnlyFans website. What do you think, Blake? Oh, man, where do I even begin? Like, you know, it's 2020 and... I think it's great what she's done. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, she's done something that she wants to do. She's gone out and not worried about what anybody has to say. And she has something to show for it. You know, like you guys said, she's got the photos, she's got the memories, she's got the money. So really, at the end of the day, like everyone's going to have an opinion. So just do it. Make yourself happy and live your best life. Am I wrong to think about the, the people that are buying it? Like, I mean, I know that predominantly they'd be the male ones. Mm. But is that something that you would be happy with your son doing as well, Maddie? Because that's what I, I, I don't have daughters, so I can't really mm. talk. But I would feel uncomfortable if my sons were paying girls to do certain things, presuming that they could pay for that. Do you know what I mean? I, like, have an ownership over it. I think you need to be very uh, honest about it. And when Ethan was very young and he mm. started to look things up on the internet, we had a big discussion, an uncomfortable sit-down discussion where... We had to explain that's not real. That's not something you do in your everyday. <laughs> that doesn't. Life. If you yeah. meet a girl, she that's she doesn't want to do that. She doesn't be treated like that. And mm. I think that's a big thing where you, especially with young men, mm. yeah. you have to you have to be honest and you have to tell them how to treat a woman. And I always said to Ethan, I said, when you're older, I said if you want a girl to come home with you, the thing that will always win is kindness. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> kind guys always Respect. get attention. Yeah, Kevin and Ormo, what do you think about this? Mate, uh, I totally disagree with uh, with uh, what's, what everyone's saying. Really, I think it's um, I think it's a low, and uh, it's you know it's it's just not on. So you are you you've got daughters, I'm guessing, Kevin. 
I do, mate. I do. Yeah. Um, look, I'm not saying it's kind of hypocritical what you're saying. Look, we've all watched porn. We've all looked at it and go, oh, that's great. But to turn around and say that to women, oh, that's very empowering. And, oh, look at you have a go in the world. Well, great. You, you've seen people tell that to your daughters, your sisters and that, and turn around and sit there at work while everyone's watching. Like, Gee, your sister goes, all right, mate, eh? Yeah, she's all right. Yeah. How, how is that empowering? Like, you know, how does that, how does that, how's that something to be proud of? Yeah, can hear what you're saying. I think she's empowered by the money, but I do understand that the actual act of it, I think, is a wrong term. Mm. Uh, Shane, what do you think? I think every, like, you know, it's not just women that should be empowered if they're using it. It should be the men that are using it as well as they're posting things. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I know a lot of people that I've seen promoting it on social media, they've lost their jobs in the pandemic as well. Mm. So if everyone's looking at it as a business point of view, and if you're confident enough to get yourself out there like that, then fair enough. Well, the pandemic is completely uh, to blame for is, the yeah. rise of it. Yeah, before so there's no having our bodies as a commodity, we should be okay with it. Yeah. Uh, Letitia. Hi. 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 You're on the air. What do you think? Um, I, I'm in two, two sides um, at the moment. I mean, I'm very much about all about empowering women and how they feel and what they think is acceptable. Um, but I have five boys and it's quite scary to come home and see that, you know, they have access to that and they're talking about it at school and they're curious about it as well. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it was quite scary one day when I came home and my 10 and 11-year-old were watching um, Pornhub and laughing about it, thinking it was okay. So oh, wow. we really ha- it was good. We, ha- we were able to open the discussion as a family to it's not acceptable yeah. and you shouldn't be watching that. And I can understand you guys, that you, you boys, sorry, are talking about it at school. But yeah, we had to labour. And were yeah. you were you sort of not expecting to have that conversation? Because no doubt, like once they get older, you can have a conversation or maybe you can block it. But were you not ready to have those conversations with the kids those at that age? Definitely not at that age. I mean, yeah. understandable at high school. So they're older now. My son's 15 now. Mm. And, um, you know, kind of at that age, I would expect to have that conversation, but not at 10. I was, oh. That's young. Was, yeah, that is it was, young. It was, young. It, was, it was upsetting to me. But, yeah. you know, yeah. we, we look back and laugh about it now. Mm. Um, but at that time, it was very upsetting mm. as a mother. Well, thank you to everyone who called. <laughs> Unfortunately, we're back to 50-50 on it, really. Um, it's one of those things. I guess each family is going to be different, and they're each going to tackle it going very to be different. different. Yeah. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. Stephen Miles, the deputy premier. Carol Baskin. Killed her husband. Whacked him. Can't convince me. Oh, uh, you've lost. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we've been talking to him throughout the whole pandemic. He got into Tiger King. Uh, the <laughs> deputy premier, Stephen Miles, is on the air with us this morning. Hey, mate. G'day, good morning, guys. That's when you had time to watch TV. Remember back then? <laughs> I kind of remember. It's day 212 today. Wow. So there you go. Day, every time we talk to you, you say that. Day 212 in a row. Uh, wow. Working hard. Mate, you, you have been working like a like a horse. You've been doing a great job. Um, we've got this, uh, let's say, little cluster, little outbreak here in, in Brisbane. H- how concerned are you really with what's happening at Waco? Oh, look, that, that's right. In the context of what's happening in Victoria around the world, this is pretty small, but we've also seen how one or two cases can get out of hand really quickly. And mm. so our, our rapid response is working 
uh, working overtime, our staff are working overtime and we're, we're doing our best to make sure that it doesn't spread. I know that in Victoria they were saying that there was a bit of a delay with getting to the people once they're tested positive. What happens there? Do they get their own results and then you get notified a couple of hours later to send someone out to do the tracing? Yeah, we get a we get a daily update. Uh, so people who've been tested will know that they often... Uh, as the first uh, first message as the result, that, that information then gets fed from all of the different labs into our public health units. And so it can take them a little bit longer uh, before they go in and do the interviews to try to work out where, pe- where people have been, how they might have got it, who they might have given it to. Mm. Of course, we've got a big issue in the prisons at the moment. That's uh, That comes with another concern of all the prisoners being in lockdown, which can um, anger them and it can get pretty frustrating. How much of a concern is that situation? Oh, look, that is a concern. Obviously, we want to keep them safe as well as our prison officers safe. Uh, we hope that we can start relaxing those uh, lockdown restrictions uh, from today onwards as, as we determine where people who've been trained uh, have been, who might have been in contact with them. And I, I know our, uh, our prison officers are doing their very best to uh, keep keep our community safe, keep their prison safe. Now, I know you're just trying to keep us safe, Stephen, but my 18-year-old son is cursing your name because he turned 18 on the 26th of March, so his uh, 18th birthday got cancelled. We had rescheduled it for this Saturday, <laughs> and last Saturday you were all like, nah, 10 people at your house, so he's had to cancel his 18th birthday party again. Um He's actually more less upset about yeah, it than Matt no, no, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's taking it well. I need to confirm, though, because uh, we've uninvited all the family. He's got mates coming over. Is it a whole group of 10 you're allowed to have in your house, or is it whoever lives in the house plus 10 more people? Yeah, it's 10, including the people who live in the house. So, yeah, I really do feel a bit like I'm the ultimate party pooper at the moment. You but, are. Uh, no, we need to do. I'm sorry. But... Uncle Steve, stop being, you know, usually Uncle Steve's the loose unit. He's not the... That's if you have it in your house. But if you're going out to a venue and they've got, like, a COVID-safe plan, you're allowed to have more. Yeah, that, that's right. So I know a lot of people are moving their, moving their parties to pubs or cafes so that they can uh, be covered by those COVID safe plans. Yeah, it's cheapskate over there didn't want to pay for the security at a pub. So <laughs> yeah. don't shift the blame back, Stephen, and say it's you being a skinny dad who wouldn't allow to pay for the extra and wanted it at your home. Yeah, well, you know, um, <laughs> it's true, Stephen. It is true, but they're like, you know, they, they don't trust eighteen-year-olds for some reason. What do you think that's all about? Uh, well, I'm, I'm not, I'm not too sure, but uh, I, I guess they they need to do what they can to to keep uh, not just COVID safe, but safe otherwise as well. So yeah. that's, that's you probably what were you a loose unit before you became a a minister? Like back when before you got into politics, did you used to go to the go well, out in the valley and get go to the family and rave on? Uh, I, I wasn't cool enough for the valley. I, I went out in the city every now and then, but uh, uh, won't surprise you to hear that. I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, can I ask about the venues that are on the list? Um, because a lot of them have said, you know, it's affected their business and people are scared to go. Do you guys go through there? You make sure it's all clean and everyone is safe to go back and support them? Yeah, we really do. And so I'd encourage people uh, uh, to, to go to those places on uh, on that list. I know the, the Jam Pantry Cafe is on my list of places I want to stop into mm-hmm. now. Because Very popular, that cafe. Right <laughs> yeah, I haven't been there before. They tell me it's pretty good, so I'm, I'm keen to to make sure we support the businesses that have done the right thing and uh, uh, cleaned, given us the contact lists. Um, they've, they've done the right thing. We should support them. Hey, uh, oh, one last question. We were talking about this uh, yesterday on air. 
we know that um, you can't have dance floors and stuff, but if you are having your wedding, um, we mm-hmm. all know what happens the night of the wedding between the bride and the groom. Are they allowed to be the only two people? Are they allowed to have their first dance at their wedding? Uh, they are. The, oh. the bride and groom oh. are allowed to dance. We've, we, we have a special exemption, uh, a special exemption for them, but um, unfortunately... Uh, others can't. So right. Oh, that is good news. Yes. My uh, my friends are getting married, the groom and groom, and they were headless about that. They were going to sit mm. down on chairs and dance, but I'll, that one, I'll let them Brooms and grooms, brides and brides, they're allowed. Yeah, perfect. That yeah. one groom that can't dance is going, damn it. Yeah, but, yeah. No, but <laughs> they, it was in the can. Well, yeah, what about if they've done in. that rehearsal <laughs> and they go around the dance floor and they're doing that big dance move? Uh, that well, with your friends, who's going to lead? That's going to be a dilemma. Uh, yeah. Oh, there's always a lead. When <laughs> yeah, it comes yeah, to the guys. Very good point. Uh, all right, well, Stephen Miles, <laughs> you'll have uh, another press conference after nine. Do you have the numbers yet? Can we get the exclusive? Yeah. Uh, I don't have the numbers. I don't have the numbers yet, guys. But maybe one day I'll be able to share them with you. Earlier. Okay, All thank right. you. Appreciate you, that, Matt. You're doing a good job, Stephen Miles. There he is, Deputy Premier and Minister for Health on the air of B105. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I shouldn't be doing this because mm. you guys were saying that I I wasn't into it. But I'm happy when you guys are happy. Yeah. Oh, hang on. You don't what even need to done? tell me what it is. I'm going to look up my little sting now. Do you think you know what it is? Uh, I, I believe this is going to be an apology around the fact that we are the air fry guys and we're living our best life. Oh, 100% and, not. 100%. And you're going to be like, I was wrong. I should have got an air fry too. Yeah, because no, it's so good. Not. 100% not. Oh. Uh, so Olivia joins us right now from Kapalabar. And I shouldn't be encouraging them, but you found something in the river. <gasps> oh, God. Oh, my, oh my God. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> Olivia, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hello, how oh, are you all? Oh, my God. Yeah, we're good. you completely forgotten about <laughs> yeah, this, haven't you? I totally forgot. There was a guy in Chelma. He uh, pulled up his crab pot. There was $50 in it. And you are convinced that there is more money in there. We've tried to do scuba diving. You can't get it done. We tried to sh- get you to practice in a pool, but little allergy boys had asthma. We had a lovely day out on the water. Okay. I was only thinking a couple of days ago, we should hire a boat, mm. you and I, we mm. take our little magnet to go fishing. Take some air fry snacks. And already, <laughs> I am regretting oh my, my decision. But, oh my Olivia, can we get to Olivia? Yeah, all right. Sorry, Olivia. Hey. Sorry. Hey. Yeah, she's got to go to work. Okay. Olivia, um, what did you find? Um, I found $130 in the Bridging River in the New Farm area. $130? Mm. In what form? It money. was like in an envelope of money, yeah, in cash. No, right. It could have been pirate gold, like from way ye oldie. All right. How, now, did, how did you find it first? Um, we were just down by the river, like chilling, having a picnic, and we saw something in the water, and we're like, what the is that? And then, yeah, me and my sister split it. It just floated past. It just floated past yeah. you. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Did it look like it had been there for some time, Olivia, and floated it was, to it the was, surface? It was quite... It was quite, yeah, it was yeah. quite damp. Yeah, mm. so it didn't come from, a, like, a, a bridge. Yeah, it, it obviously came bizarre. from down below. Yes. Yeah. Right. Pretty so cool. how, if you had to put, like, a time, how long do you think it was, like, in the river for? In the river for, oh, God, maybe, like, I don't know, a while. Like, years? Not years. No, 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 no years. It's, it's, not, it's not the old paper money. <laughs> No, no. Wow. No. So, uh, Olivia. Pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you fun. saying that we should continue? Because I, I'd sort of forgotten about it and thought, given up a little. Mm. Are you saying we should no, continue? Continue. Continue. Mm-hmm. continue. Oh, my God. And about that. Yeah. I've got something for you guys next week. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's all coming up. <laughs> Millhouse here, isn't it? Yeah. I want to be able to help you guys out. So, there's. 
There's something coming up next week. Okay. To do with the river. Mm. We're going to drain Can't it? Because that was the other thing. We could Spoiler. build We could build a dam <laughs> at two like, sections and drain yeah, it to okay. see what's think, there. Think smaller. You're, you're religious. Do the parting thing. <laughs> Someone get me my robe. <laughs> okay, we're going to reveal it on Monday. All right, okay. more okay. Okay. on Monday. Okay. Olivia, thank you for bringing this dream alive again. $130 thank out you. of the Brisbane River there. You're amazing. Thank you. And also, can I add, mm. is get an air fryer. Yeah. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha box on Monday. And your letters are S for Seth Rogen and at 8 a.m. R for race. Enjoy. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Things that I find weird living in Australia. Good day, mate. <laughs> Please explain. If you've moved from overseas to Australia, of course, welcome again. You've probably been here for ages. But I just want to know, what is that saying that you you couldn't get your head around? Because you're like, what are they talking about? Or maybe the word for something. Because there's an American uh, girl who's posted on, on her Instagram some sayings that she just couldn't get her head around. Because mm. she did beautifully describe Australia by saying, it's not really a classy, classy culture, but yet they've got classy words. <laughs> Like this. A bell pepper is called a capsicum. Capsicum so fancy. A napkin is called a serviette or something, which is surprising. I think the the problem that a lot of the Americans make is they think we're similar to the English. Yeah. So they see English people like 007 and think that here in Australia we might be similar just because we're part of the Commonwealth. Yeah, and then they come and hear our accent and go, oh, no. Hey, yeah, what's going on, bro? Bond. Jimmy Bond, no. <laughs> <laughs> also, she found about schoolhouses. You know, when you go to Sports Day and you all get a different colour. I was an Elgar, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. different name. She described that as Harry Potter. Australian schools are divided into houses like Harry Potter. Like you have a house name and a colour and like mascots maybe, and you compete against each other at carnivals. That sounds so cool and fun. I did not know that was real. Yeah, the old sporting carnival. That was yeah. a time. Because there's so many that you didn't understand, did you? Mm. Well, we did, you don't have um, sporting carnivals in Scotland. At no. all? No. Really? Did, what, did well, they, no, sports day? No. Half, half the time you can't go outside. Oh, there's, no, there's no oval. But you have PE inside the hall. You have PE inside the hall. But you, so when you go to school in PE day, you wear your shorts under your pants. Right. <laughs> okay. I, I made know, that mistake. In Australia as well, we only have ovals in our schools because of sports day. Mm. So oh. there'd be no need for the oval, mm. which um, in America I'm guessing they just call the playground or whatever. When they don't we, even have grass. When we travel overseas, no one can understand my husband mm. at all. I don't just constantly translate <laughs> where we go. Hey, <laughs> gown. Well, thirteen ten sixty. The phones are open at the moment. Um, where are you from? Where did you come from? And what did you learn here in Australia? This one is wheat bix. Mm. You know how you learn about uh, the wheat bix of North East. Well, this is how she describes it. Wheat bix, super iconic Australian breakfast food. And in America, when we're learning North, South, East, and West, we learn never eat sour watermelon or never eat soggy waffles, not wheat bix. <laughs> Still good advice. As well. Uh, 13, 10, 60, where did you come from and uh, what did you learn here in Australia? Of course, the one that's uh, blown her mind the most. Mm. We can't skip over this one. One of the funniest sayings that I was told is we're not here to f- spiders. Like, go, where did you guys get that? That one's so weird. Where did we get that from? Well, it speaks for itself. <laughs> We've come here to do important stuff. Definitely not that. 
Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Things that I find weird living in Australia. Good day, mate. Please explain. When you first came to Australia, what's something unusual that you're like, I have no idea what they're talking about? Maybe it was some slang words or unusual sayings? Mm-hmm. 131060. All right. Uh, Vidu. Is it Vidu? Vidu? Thanks, mate. Yes, hi. Uh, I'm from India and I had someone call my son Cheeky. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's not a very nice thing to say to my six month old. <laughs> so you thought they were calling them a, like a bum? Is that what you thought? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! But, but cheeky uh, is a, is a, is that sort of a way of saying you're naughty, but, but I you're like cute. you. Yeah, you're yeah. naughty but cute, and it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, that's funny. Belinda in Launton, what's one thing when you came here? You're like, what are these Aussies on about? Good morning. I grew up in Europe, and um, when I came back over to Australia, um, we went out for lunch one day, and one of my co-workers said, oh, I'll shout you. And I'm going, why would she want to shout at me? <laughs> <laughs> and did you say no? No, no, no. Yeah, well, I, I just looked at her really complex and going, why, why, why do you want to shout at me? And she goes, no, no, it means I'll buy you lunch. I went, oh, okay. <laughs> but did you then uh, learn yeah. that if she shouts, yeah, you've got to shout her next time? Yeah, I learned that real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a <laughs> tough one, eh? 131060, uh, where are you from and what did you learn here in Australia? First time on air, is it Tree from St. Lucia? Yeah, Tracy. Tree. Oh, <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't know. Okay. We're listening to C on the screen, that's no. all good. Where are you from and what did you learn? Uh, I uh, sailed here from the States 30 years ago mm. and... We were sitting around reading the newspaper one day about somebody who had been a dab hand at something. I don't, I don't hear that expression very much anymore, but um, it's you know, like he was good at something. But yeah. we were like picturing somebody with like a deformed hand. We were like, what's a dab hand? <laughs> Poor guy. Poor guy's a dab hand. Thirteen ten sixty. Karen, where are you from and what did you learn? Waterford West, uh, well, originally Sri Lanka, but mm-hmm. my husband's from Ireland, and right. when he first came out here, his family were told to bring a plate to a barbecue, and they thought, oh, this poor family mustn't have any plates, so they just bought, like, ten empty plates. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking they could help them out, but obviously bring a plate meant yep. bring it with food on it. Yep. I've heard this happen quite regularly, because, yeah, they don't, you don't do it thing, in Scotland either. You just bring, bring a plate. plate. So, yeah. <laughs> When we entertain, we don't get people to bring stuff like oh. that. So when we first came out here, because mm. I'm from Sri Lanka, I'm like, I've never heard of that either. No, so, yeah. <laughs> That's so good. I was like, they only asked for up plate and he brought yeah. all 10. Yeah. They were trying to be nice. Yeah. Jessica in Scarborough, what's some, something that you can get your head around? Um, well, we uh, first made friends when we arrived and we was invited around for a barbecue. Mm. And um, my eight-year-old son was offered a popper. And I was horrified because from the area I'm from in the UK, that's a drug. So I was like, oh, they're a bit forward. <laughs> was like, oh, no, no. I said, oh, no, it's just a juice box. It's fine. I was like, oh, horrified. Summer's up all night. He, he won't, but I will. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah poppers. Uh, Emma, uh, where's your husband from and what did he learn? Hey guys, my husband's from South Africa, so you know the no standing signs for cars. Mm. So they get to Sydney, they see a no standing sign, and they they keep walking up and down the street because they think they're going to get caught for you know, standing. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, dear. Oh, my God. That's the best. <laughs> Good stuff. All right. Well, we've got stacks of calls coming in. We'll get this up on our uh, Facebook and Instagram if you want to jump into the comments there. It's- Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Can you make a hotline ring? You can ask us anything. 131060, anything you want to talk about, you are more than welcome. Claudia in Hamilton. What do you want hey, to say? Um, so I heard you guys talking about your goals and how you write down your list, Abby, and then um, I think it was Stav or Matt, you, you visualise your goal list. Mm-hmm. And, They're in my mind. Um, I see them. Yes. So, like, visualisation, I've been doing a lot of research because I've been waiting to go back to uni and do neuroscience, mm-hmm. but sitting around just waiting to study. Um, I've been looking into motivation because it's a bit hard this time and not getting your goal list done, saying you're not going to get your goal list done, that's, that's going to wire it, pre-wire it kind of thing. But um, the trick with your brain is like it has two sides, a visual side and a side that interprets that information that it sees, but it's also a bit silly in the sense that it doesn't understand the difference between what you actually visualise and what you actually see. So if you get up and write your goals down, but then visualise them every day, mm-hmm. you actually pre-create the pathways in your brain that you would create in doing the habit itself. All right. It's exactly the same. So you and have to imagine it actually happening so in you your kind of mind. Your body can't tell the difference between what's real or not. It can't so tell the difference. No. If you imagine so once it. You, yeah. yeah. Oh, I like the there idea of that. Mm. He's doing it now. I don't think it's that good, home. Manny. He's trying to do it now. If but... someone walks in here with a hamburger, man. <laughs> <laughs> I am that simple. I think that's wishing. I think that's a bit different. Kate, in Kemmel, what do you want to say, last calls? Um, just the slang and how you can get get a giggle out of people making mistakes. So my hubby, I'm always laughing at him, but when he did, he, he lived overseas, he came to Australia, did year 12, and he had his eye on a girl, and his mates are, are you going to give her a ring? And he's like, oh, oh no, I just wanted to ask her out. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. The phone call, the ring on the finger, yep. So. <laughs> That's the thing, because, I mean, the phone doesn't, even kids now wouldn't know about the phone ring. ringing, because yeah. they don't, it doesn't make a ring they, sound anymore. Mate, they beep, they vibrate, yeah. they sing. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. That's... I'll still laugh. Got to keep them going. Yeah. 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 Thanks, yeah. Kate. Thanks for calling. Mm, Madison. Madison. Jinx. Mango Hill. It's <laughs> last call's time. What do you got? Um, I just want to go back to the OnlyFans topic because I was listening on my way to work and I actually do OnlyFans myself. Okay. And someone, one of the people who said, you know, it's not on that sort of thing, mm. I don't understand why they think they have an opinion on other people's bodies. Like, I get, yes, um, if you're a father of a, like, you know, a daughter or even a son who does OnlyFans because males do OnlyFans, yeah, women pay, exactly. And, a lot of the people who actually have a problem with people doing OnlyFans, like females, is the male population, and they're the because they don't want to pay for it because they think they can get everything for free, mm. and it just frustrates me so much. So you, well, how does your family feel about you doing it? Um, I am in a broken family, so I just was with my mum, and she's super supportive, mm. and she actually goes adult shopping with me and says, <laughs> you know, oh. That would look nice when you're OnlyFans. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> cool. She takes, my, she takes my photos for me. Like, she's 100%. I wouldn't tell my dad because I don't really talk to my dad, mm. but even if he had an opinion, doesn't worry me. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's the thing. I think every, at the end of the day, it's your body. You can do what you want. I think what, what we were kind of saying, and I was one of those people who said it, <laughs> I, I, um, I, I wouldn't like my daughter doing it. I think if you were my daughter, um, and I know you were saying you don't have a relationship with your dad, I, I would try yeah. and convince you not to. But at the end of the day, you're going to do what you, you want to do, aren't you? Exactly. After you turn 18, like as much as parents want to try and control their kids, they really can't. And to the mother that um, was on as well, saying that their kids were talking about um, the adult sites they got onto, they don't realise they actually learn like sex ed in school, and it's the school environments that do this mm. and get kids onto these websites. Like I know when I was probably about 12, I was looking at these websites, exploring my sexuality, and I mean, I got in trouble for my mum, mm. <laughs> but you know, it's just the way... The world works in 2020. Mm. Uh, well, thanks for calling, Madison. Thanks, Madison. Amelia from Fernie Grove, what do you want to say? Last calls. Yeah, hi. I just wanted to um, have a chat about um, Plate of Origin since we're talking about that. Um, one of my lovely friends pointed out to me that um, we as Australians like to um, shorten our shows, you know, like MKR and maths and <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. So, like, Plate of Origin, yeah, you know where I'm going with that. It's um, it's poo. <laughs> it's poo. <laughs> yep. Gonna watch poo tonight. Yep. Yeah. Hundred percent. God help yeah. yeah. Poo last night. Poo yeah. is so good. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. Stab Abby and Matt's mornings. Stab Abby and Matt. 16 degrees right now at the Gingerly Bridge. You can't say morning just before we... What's Do you still... anyone's just woken up now? Just yeah. saying good morning. Yeah, people okay. wake up all I'm, the time. I'm going to walk out of the office here. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, all the time. People wake up 12. Yeah, but you haven't seen them, but I hope that people have been listening before the two minutes before we switch 13, off. 13, 10, 60. Call right now quickly because we're wrapping up the show. Hmm. Did you just hear? Uh, did you just turn on the radio? And when I said good morning to you, you're then, like, that's the first time. W- was that our first interaction Am I wrong for the day? To plea with them that they don't listen a little bit earlier. Of course. I we... mean, I love that they're listening now, yeah. but I would have hoped that you're saying good morning. They would have been with us for a little bit. Well, you know well, who we're going to get? We're going to get um, all the Brad fans. It's just like you know, you watch the last five minutes of the show before the show that you actually want to yeah. watch comes on. <laughs> yeah. That's who we're going to get. And in the old day, you knew when that show was going to end because the coming up next mm. teaser was always yeah. for the second last uh, ad break. Next on ten, second last ad break. Now yes. they don't start at the right time. Nah, they're all Remember over they the place. Remember they used to write yeah. it, but then for ratings purpose, they mm. like to start a show a little bit earlier. But I know you're you're right. We encourage everyone be up from six listening, but in the same token, if you aren't up at six, join in any time. We mm. appreciate anyone listening at any time um, and the phones are lighting up so yeah. Melissa and Marsden you just woke up no I just dropped my daughter off at school and she likes to listen to Spotify in the morning oh uh, uh, Melissa boohoo to her oh okay and so, I straight away turn it off and turn you guys on so you, <laughs> you listen to about three minutes of our show not every day as <laughs> much as I can yeah sort, sort that kid out get her off to Spotify I know yeah, yeah, you're like me. I don't give in to my daughter either. <laughs> Sam and Nudgy, did you just wake up? I did. I'm on my way to the gym now. So your good morning was the first one I heard. There you okay, go. proven. That's right. nice. You get a bit of a sleep in. Do you work late or just study late? No, my husband's going to have surgery today. So this is my me time before I've got to get him into surgery. Oh, oh. All right. Well, good luck for the surgery today. 
Oh, it's nothing big. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Gonna say, he's going to say, you don't sound... Open, yeah. that. He's not having open heart surgery. That's why I'm getting a quick cardio workout in first. <laughs> yeah, he's having open heart surgery today, and I am not giving up on my hit class. <laughs> if uh, I'm a widow, I'm going to need to be hot. <laughs> Sam, all the best. Yeah, right? good Have you, Sam. We, we appreciate you listening, Sam. Thank you so much. Next week, more of the Eliminated Masked Singers are going to be joining us. Um, oh, and we had a, a guy yesterday <laughs> ring who loves star signs. He yeah. picked his wife for a he star said sign. never be a guy that was into it, and he's onto it. So I think he's going to be able to predict whether your love life is going to be successful. Yeah. Depending Le- on who you're dating. Lenny the Love God from Rock Lee yeah. will be on here at B105. Have a great weekend, everyone. We'll see you Monday. Bye-bye. Bye. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. There's podcast. See ya. Bye. Stab Abby and Matt. Get that fun feeling in the morning. B105.